0: Power Moves with Dr. Gladney, the show that the world has been waiting for. Dr. Gladney is the world renowned emotional wellness expert, CEO of 24 karat speakers, author, and power mover. Each episode will feature extraordinary guests who've created success by making moves that led them to their power. Put on your seatbelt and get ready for the ride of your life as you are inspired and motivated to move to your greatness
1: this is power moves with dr gladney oh my goodness i am so excited today this is our premiere show and i am hosting the show where everybody on here is powerful and have made powerful moves in their lives that have defined them and have influenced us and i am so delighted today with this premiere episode to have an infamous celebrity to be our premiere guest. I'm going to hold back my excitement, guys, because I'm telling you, we're going to learn a lot from listening to the power moves of our first guest. So our first guest today, I'm going to tell you, I'm excited to bring him on as our premiere guest We have the infamous, the original, (laughs) the Hall of Famer, the original '88, Drew Pearson. (laughs) Let's welcome him, everybody. All right. All right. right.
0: Thank thank you for that intro, man. Did you record that so I can use it when (laughs) I go speak somewhere?
1: i'm telling you drew this is great because yeah. you know we did a lot of things
0: yeah
1: uh on your show
0: right right so
1: to have you honor me with your presence on my premiere show i am just elated i'm so excited uh-huh. and now a lot of things have been happening yeah. in your life yeah. since we were last doing our show together yes yes, yes. so we're going to be talking about all that because okay. this is about power moves right it's about the choices and the decisions that people make in life. Thank and God. you have made some great moves. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I was looking up your stats Uh-oh. and it was too many. I couldn't, mm-hmm. I would have had to have a card like this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can you just yeah.
1: remind people who you really are? Hmm.
0: Well, I'm Drew Pearson, the original 88. Uh, just playing Drew Pearson, it's not Andrew. I have no middle name. I was named after a uh, syndicated political columnist oh, wow. out of Washington, D.C. He wrote know that. a syndicated column called the Washington Merry-Go-Round. Oh, okay. And uh, me being from New Jersey, my father being involved in politics on a local level, uh, he used to read this column every day because we got that North Star ledger where it appeared. Right. And so I was pretty much named after him. And growing up, Doctor G. I didn't like the name, okay? Really? Drew. Nobody yeah, well, was named yeah. Drew. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> you know, I'm an athlete, I'm playing ball. Yeah. I wanted Reggie or <laughs> Lance, you know, <laughs> one no of football names or sports names. Wow. But then you know what? At first, I didn't like it, but then when I got to the pros and with the Cowboys, then I really liked it. Why? Because nobody else. They're had
1: it man right, and they knew who is right. Real.
0: Right, right. So wow. Uh, but anyway, that's that's who I am. I grew up in South River, New Jersey. Okay. Uh, I went to Tulsa University. I chose Tulsa over Nebraska. I oh, wow. I chose it to play more baseball than football. I didn't uh, know but that. But they recruited me as both. I was all state quarterback in high school and then all state center fielder in baseball. But Dr. G, when I got out of high school my senior year, I was 5'11, 145 pounds.
1: Okay, okay. (laughs) So I
0: wasn't built like my football player.
1: They were like, I don't (laughs) know. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that's why I went there. But, you know, things didn't go great there at Tulsa. But I got a great education. Okay. That's what's most important because as soon as I open my mouth to speak, you'll know if I'm educated. Absolutely. Especially dealing with the doctor and your, <laughs> your credentials. <laughs> so uh, that's important. But because things didn't go well athletically, when it came time for the NFL draft, I didn't get drafted. Okay. I had to wait 17 rounds of the draft, 452 players. And Dr. Really? G, I'm almost over that, okay? I can't, oh you know, God. that heartbreak, that disappointment. Yeah. You can't dwell on the negatives. You're yeah. talking about power moves. Absolutely. At that point, I had needed to make a power move. And uh, that move that I had to make was, who do I sign with? I could have signed with Green Bay, Pittsburgh, or Dallas.
1: Oh, wow. All right. Ooh, three, powerful so three powerful teams.
0: So that's three powerful team. So any move that you make would be, significant and powerful. Right. And to be a big part of what your career might be heading down the road. So with that in mind, I chose the Dallas Cowboys. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking I'm thinking long term. Yeah, okay.
1: Long term American <laughs> I don't see Franco Harris
0: doing much. <laughs> I don't see Lynch up in Pittsburgh. Right. And of course nobody in Green Bay. Uh James Lofton, I don't know if you remember him. He played up there then, but we don't hear nothing about him. So I think I make the right powerful yeah decision to sign with the Dallas Cowboys
1: you did yeah now as your power move would you say that was the most powerful move that you probably made in your career
0: most significant okay okay because the opportunity it created for me right but not only that it put me uh, around mentors that developed me as an adult Mm. okay that's I left cool. home at 18. I'm in college all the way in Oklahoma. No <laughs> influence of mom and dad yes, there. Yeah. You know, and you're pretty much on your own. Uh, but three head coaches in four years, three losing seasons, four years, uh, three years of probation at Tulsa. So that mentorship wow. was weak. And now yes. I'm with the Dallas Cowboys, Tom Landry. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes. Roger Staubach, <laughs> Rayfield Reich, yes. I rest his soul. Bob Hayes. You know, Leroy Jordan. All these great. People. I mean, they're great ball players, Right. But they're great people. And being in that environment, it taught me how to be a pro, not just wow. to be a professional football player, but a professional person. I how to it. carry yourself on and off the field. So that move was very powerful for me. Uh, and then you're with the Cowboys. You're, and if you make it with the Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. and Tom Landry.
1: Yes. Wow. Yeah. The
0: respect. Okay? You know the old saying, they say success is relatives? Right. Right? You make the Dallas Cowboys. You find out how many relatives you got, Okay, (laughs) They come out of the woodwork. They didn't. Of course. At Tulsa, I go to the mailbox. I don't even have junk mail there. My dad (laughs) ain't writing. My mom don't send no money. But But you know, all of a sudden you make the Cowboys. Somebody's in jail. Can you get them out? Somebody wants to go to college. Can you help them? You know, somebody needs braces. I got all these kind of requests, but they didn't know, Dr. G. My first year salary was $14,500. Stop.
1: You Are know, you we played
0: 14 NFL games. I got paid during the season. You know, wow. less, after taxes is less than a thousand bucks a game. But here comes all your relatives. Wow. They think you're they a think pro. You, they think, they you think you're a millionaire money. and all that. But I needed to borrow money from them. So, <laughs> so did they believe the you when you told them that you
1: didn't have the money? They market?
0: had to believe because okay. <laughs> I not wouldn't write no bad checks. Okay, but you know uh, that's what we did. You know we didn't make money while we played. But what we did, the value for us when we played, was the consistency of success, where we I can like parlay that. that into a life after football. Mm. And, you know, that's what I was able to do. But not just me, all the Roger Staubach yes, Real yes. Estate, Leroy Jordan Lumber Company. Chuck Halley had a uniform business. You know, Robert Newhouse used to rush out of practice on Thursdays and say, House, where are you going? He said, I got a class at University of Dallas. I'm oh, getting my wow. master's degree in math. Wow. You know, we had to do all those kind of things to prepare for life after football, because we knew the income we was, were making was yeah. not going to be enough to handle. Uh, uh, Sustain us in a life after football.
1: Wow. So we worked. We
0: went to work. My rookie year, I caught a touchdown, two touchdowns in a playoff game in January. Uh, Went home for a visit uh, and came back to Dallas a week later and went to the Zales Corporation with Harvey Martin and Billy Joe Dupree Mm -hmm. and asked for a job.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Asked for a job. Just scored winning touchdowns for the Cowboys on national TV. Nobody And you had to supplement. That income, because by then you know it's pretty much gone. So, so we had to work in the off season.
1: Wow! I worked
0: so at Coleman Baum Sporting Goods Stores, and they hired us the three of us, and uh, that helped supplement our income to bridge the gap between the, the end right. of the season and the start of the next season. Right. Okay, when them checks start when coming. When checks again. start coming, cause you're playing. Right. Right. Right.
1: Wow! If only they knew that. Yeah. Now. We're going yeah. to talk about that, but I want to ask this question. When did you realize how great you were?
0: Well, you know, I always knew I had talent. Okay. Okay. I just needed to be in a place where talent was important, mm-hmm. but other things were important as well. Okay. And that's the Cowboys. But Coach Landry, character was the number one thing he was right. looking for. The second thing he was looking for in the players was intelligence. All right. You had to be smart to play. for Yes,
1: you do. Yeah. All
0: right. The plays, uh, the playbook and the intricate ways of Mm -hmm. the offense Mm -hmm. and defense. You had to be able to grasp that. And you had to be a certain intelligent level to do that. The third thing he was looking for was passion. All right. He wanted people that loved the game, that had to uh, 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 would make the commitment that it took to be successful. Mm -hmm. He used to say the quality of a person's life is in direct proportion to his commitment to excellence. Wow, that's you you know, if you're committed to being the best, then you have to have that passion to get there. Mm-hmm. And so he's looking for that. And the last thing Coach Landry was looking for was talent. You know, you, you really? had to have some talent, all right? You couldn't just be, you know, nobody. You had to have some talent. But if you had some talent and the other three things going yeah. for you, then you then had you a chance to make the Cowboys. Wow! And so that was powerful to me to be around that in that kind mm-hmm, of environment, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff shaped me uh, to what I am today, right? Uh, as an individual.
1: So when did the hail Mary come? <laughs> <laughs> when did the hail Mary? He, well, you or know, the Dr. G, and I player? had been
0: catching hail Marys <laughs> all the way along. All right, we just didn't know yeah, what to call didn't know what to call it. Call it. it. <laughs> we found out what it was all about in 1975 against the Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. We were a wild card team. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we only wild, one wild card team made the playoffs that back then. And so we had to go play the team with the best record. That was mm-hmm. the Minnesota Vikings. We had to go up there. Uh, we were uh, leading at halftime 10 to seven. They scored late in the fourth quarter, make it 14 to 10. We needed a touchdown to win the game, move on to the next round of the playoffs. We got bogged down with a fourth and 17, Mm -hmm. and we needed the first down. And Roger hit me on the sideline for 22 yards on the first down. We get back to the huddle. Roger says, Drew, what do you got? I said, I got no (laughs) breath, man. I just made the play. (laughs) You just hit me. (laughs) Run something else. (laughs) So we ran a play, and it was incomplete. To Preston Pearson, we get back. Roger says, let's go. Told me to run a turn-in takeoff. And uh, hit me on the play for the touchdown with sec- 28 seconds left in the game. Wow. And so after the game, you know, that big afro I used to have yeah, back in yes. the day. I'm <laughs> over in my locker picking that <laughs> afro out. Takes a while to do that. <laughs> yes. All right. But then no, but nobody was talking to me. I look on the other side of the uh, locker room and there are all the reporters. Everybody's talking to Roger Staubach. And so they asked Roger what happened on the play. Roger said, I threw the ball as far as I could. I closed my eyes and I said, a Hail Mary.
1: Okay. And then
0: next day, the Dallas Times Herald newspaper back then, it says, Cowboys win by a Hail Mary and bam, it's taken yeah. off ever since then. Wow. A hail Mary situation is when your backs against the wall. Mm-hmm. looks like all all is lost, but some way, somehow you find what it takes to overcome that mm. situation. And what you've done is caught a hail. Yeah.
1: That is so. Now, if they would
0: ask me, I'm a Baptist from uh, New Jersey. I would, <laughs> it would say, it? "Hallelujah!" Hell, like <laughs> <laughs> <Hail> Chaniqua.
1: <laughs> it, it would have been a hail Mary, but <laughs> it works. Yeah, it works. I know where the hail Mary yes, is now. Absolutely, hail that Mary, so, full of grace, Love being with
0: thee. Uh, I know what it is now, girl.
1: <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So you know, when you think about the salaries that are paid today in yeah. comparison to what you guys made, yeah. What do you think that does to the mindset of the athletes coming into the industry? I
0: I think they come in more uh, with the elitist type attitude, Mm -hmm. you know, that. They're getting it, but they really haven't earned it yet. Right. And right. they walk into a situation where it's developed, it's the NFL, it's the number one game, it's national TV, the, re- the revenues continue to flow in. Now it's on Amazon and stream this yes, and stream yeah. that. It's all over the place. So you you didn't do anything. To create that. Yes. But you you walked into it. it. And it's just like Troy Aikman made the comment about these current Dallas Cowboys. Mm -hmm. They see this beautiful facility. Oh, I know. You know, remember we had that tin building. We had to go across the street to get our lunch, Mm -hmm. uh, chicken wings Mm -hmm. and a ham sandwich or something like that. They go in their cafeteria, they get there in the morning, they have breakfast prepared yes. for them, they have lunch prepared for them, they need a meal to go home with that's prepared mm-hmm, for them. Mm-hmm. And the facility, the stadium, yes. and how Jerry yes. Jones takes care of them uh, because they're the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. But they haven't earned anything. Right, but right. But they benefit from all that. Right, right. So that's what they need to understand that uh, this is great, but it's greater. If you have success as a Dallas Cowboy
1: right okay
0: and now (laughs) that like I talked about that value in your life after football Mm -hmm. if you have success and do it while you're playing with the Cowboys then in your life after football no matter how much money that you got when you retire you're still going to have an opportunity to make more money right because people want to identify with that you know I played 11 seasons played in seven championship games one game away from seven Super Bowls we didn't go every year we went three times, I didn't go four times, but it was the consistency Absolutely. of winning Absolutely. that people identified. That's when we became America's team. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the show Dallas yes. and Jr. Yes. It was Fred Sanford, right? It was, right? Everybody. It was uh, that guy, uh, uh, Sherm Hemley, Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know it was yes. all that. And then us, the yes. Dallas Cowboys. Yes. And so, you know, but that's what these guys don't understand, what they're walking into, Right. you know? And it's, it's, the, it's great. But it could be so much greater if you add wins to it success to that do and that's you, what it's all about it,
1: with saying that do you believe that they feel like well they have their money so whether they win or not
0: yeah i i do think that i mean not that, that, that they way.
1: don't have the drive and the killer yeah. instinct to win but even if they don't yeah. they're still getting paid yeah. the same salary I'm
0: getting paid big you yes amari uh, cooper god rest i mean no he's not good <laughs> God bless him. Let me put it like that. (laughs) You get the money if they're gonna pay you. How you gonna say no? Yeah, you gotta take the money. Absolutely. Okay, he made nineteen million, but his production last season was less than my second year in the league, when uh, my first full year as a starter, where I made all pro.
1: Wow.
0: And his production at nineteen million was less than the. The production I made in the second year in the league at 22.5. I went from 14.5 to 22.5. Wow, that's a big that's jump. That's a big jump. <laughs> but 18-22. you know, Amari, wow. if they Cowboys had kept him, he'll go from 19 to 22. You know, what I mean, here's the deal: if I made 19 million a year, you'd be a millionaire yeah your daughter jazzy she'd be a millionaire <laughs> everybody if hey i can't take care of you this year but just wait till next year right. all right i got another right. 20 20 something million coming, coming next yeah. year you know so it's it's that crazy money but yes. the thing is do they know how to take care of that right you know yeah are they getting that advice that they need what i would do if they were paying me that kind of money i would go to mr jerry jones and ask him how should I handle this money? Absolutely. There's nobody a better absolutely. advisor yeah, then Jerry, than Jerry. Jones. Absolutely right. And it's his money. He's paying you the money, <laughs> so he's gonna take care <laughs> yeah. of it. Right? Take care of my money. He's gonna make sure you invest it right. And you look how Jerry Jones has developed absolutely. the Cowboys up there in Frisco and everything around it and stuff like that and you know, he has his hand in in everything, is, he does. and so why not have his hand in my pocket if I'm making 19 Absolutely, million? So I can parlay you. that into yeah. another 19 million or so. Yes. Yeah. So. So. And he's right there. He'll be he'd be glad to do it.
1: 24 Karat Speakers is an elite speakers agency that represents women of color. Our agency offers boutique services to our buyers and speakers that include powerful speakers, training, product development, and client management. Our world-class speakers are experts in content and messaging and are uniquely trained to motivate audiences and excite the brain for impactful learning. Colorful women, powerful messages, changing the world. To hire one of these amazing women, go to www.24caratspeakers.com and let us help you create your world-class event. Do you think that's missing the mentorship? And like you said, you will learn how to be a pro. Yeah. Not just on the field, but in life. Do you think that mentorship is what is missing nowadays? Yeah,
0: I really do. Uh, Because in that locker room, You know, it changes from year to year, season to season. Yeah. You know, we lost that tough playoff game to San Francisco. And, you know, it hurt me. And I know it had to hurt those players that were playing that game. But here we go into 2022 with a whole different team just about.
1: Yeah. So So those
0: guys don't feel that pain. They don't feel that hurt.
1: Yeah. So So they
0: got to reestablish themselves again in that team thing. So it's very difficult to have success in the NFL you know nowadays the turnover with players the turnover with coaches the mm-hmm. coordinators you know I was blessed to play with the same players right. the same coach the same system year in and year out and because of that you know you produce quality football right and but now it, the way it's set up it's hard to keep players in the fold because from one year to the next you know you got to make decisions you got to make tough decisions powerful decisions within right. your football team and every decision that Jerry or anybody else that's running an NFL team has to the decision has to be based on what's best for the team, for the team. not best for this individual you right. might like him a lot he might have done a lot for you <laughs> but, but moving forward we got to go in another direction
1: absolutely yeah so wow there is a lot and I always think and say that sports is analogous to
0: life Absolutely.
1: It 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 really parallels us and all of the things, the challenges, the ups, the downs, the playbooks, uh-huh. all of that. Yeah. What is one of the biggest lessons that you feel like you've learned?
0: Uh, how individually, uh, if you're in a team sport, uh, how individually uh, you're not, you're only as good as the players around you. Mm. Like I said, I came from Tulsa. I made all of nothing. All right. Yeah. I, you know I 160 pounds i didn't get drafted then all of a sudden i played for the cowboys you know my rookie year i started the 10th game because the two guys ahead of me got hurt uh-huh. and coach landry looking up oh, you're up he didn't ask are you ready if you're on that roster he expected you to be ready so you know with 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 that you created an opportunity for yourself and now you could be able to parlay that into a career. Okay. And that's what, you know, pretty much what I was able to do.
1: Okay. And now, you know, finally,
0: but it's being around the right people, right? That's the whole key. Okay. I caught that touchdown against the Rams 73 yards. I'm standing in the end zone, my arms raised Mm -hmm. and all these great cowboys coming down there to mob (laughs) me and congratulate (laughs) me at 14 five, you know, that Mm -hmm. I did something Mm -hmm. to help them win a game. And a lesson I learned right then. And there Dr. G talking about a powerful decision and lesson is that if you surround yourself with successful people, you have a chance to be a success yourself. Mm. And I wouldn't need I didn't get any bigger, stronger, faster from Tulsa to the Cowboys. Right. But now You're look right. what I'm around. Absolutely. Organization, you know, mm. three Hall of Famers, I you love know, that, that ran a Tex, Tom and Gil, Clint Murchison should be in the Hall of Fame. I don't mm-hmm. understand that. I'd give him my spot into the Hall of Fame because we're wow. not we as Cowboys are nothing if he didn't buy the mm-hmm. team and did right. what he did to establish us in the early years as Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, just uh, making those powerful choices, powerful decisions yeah. now and a lesson I learned then. And so when I got out of football and started the business, what do I do? I started to surround myself with people that had the business knowledge and acumen that I didn't necessarily have. Mm -hmm. The right people to make the business success. Absolutely, And and thank God it was a success, but I learned all my business acumen from being around those Dallas Cowboys and in that organization for 11 years as a player and one year as a coach. And uh, you know, I can learn about football strategies, Mm -hmm. X's and but. (laughs) what I did with the, idea the rest of my time is I watched how they work. I watched how that organization you did business. Yes. I observed everything. Wow. How Tom, Tex, all different personalities. Mm-hmm. But when it came for the best thing for the Dallas Cowboys, they all thought, thought the same way, Okay. the decisions they made were in Community. the best interest of the okay. Dallas Cowboys. Even though they weren't agreeable to right. each other right. with the decision, they knew the decision made was in the best dis- uh, interest of the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about powerful decisions. <laughs> they made some powerful decisions, Wow. you know, back in the day, you know, I mean, the stadium was the uh, first one to have sweet
1: yes. revenue yeah. and yeah. all
0: that, that c- was created by uh, Clint Murchison uh the uniforms uh, uh people say you know when, when we came in we always wore our white jerseys at home mm-hmm. normally in the nfl you wore your white jerseys on normally, the road yeah but tex ram wanted this is how he's thinking marketing yeah. he wanted to be different because he wanted the opposing teams, when they come in with their colors, it's not the same yeah. each and every week. Yeah. You know, the Redskins come in with yeah, their and, ugly, yeah. whatever that color is. <laughs> the Eagles come in with that ugly, sorry, uh, whatever sorry, color sorry, that Redskins is. Sorry, Redskins and Eagles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you know, so yeah. they wanted that colorful look mm-hmm, to the game that mm-hmm. was going on. It's just those simple things like that. Right. The cheerleaders and all Yeah, that. I, so I learned say marketing the from tech Yeah. Brand. I learned about negotiating and personnel from Gil Brandt, Mm. and I learned how to manage people from Tom Landry and manage success as well from all three of those guys, including Clint Murchison.
1: Wow. And speaking of success, we have a Hall of Famer. Yeah. After all of these years. What? Why do you think they were dragging their feet?
0: I have no idea, you know, uh, but. It's a situation where all you can do is be patient. Yes. You know, patience is a talent, too. Yes. Okay? Oh <laughs> you know? You yes. know, it just doesn't come easy. You know, a lot of people don't they want everything, you know, especially in our microwave society, mm-hmm. want things to happen now, now, now. But in this situation, it's a pro football Hall of Fame. Yes. So what are you going to do? Criticize who? yeah okay. uh, yeah I mean, uh, what, what the voting process i know you don't want to do that because yeah. they'll put you further down the list yes yeah <laughs> all right then you don't want to criticize the players that are going in ahead of you right because right. they're they are hall of famers yeah uh, so you don't want to criticize them because maybe one day if you do get in you'll be in with those guys <laughs> yes so you don't want to criticize them <laughs> because it's be so prestigious yes. yes you know it's more prestigious than any other hall of fame i'm in nine hall of fames really all right can you um, tell us from I Pop Warner this. from Pop Warner football okay. through high school, New Jersey sport the high school hall of fame, two New Jersey Sports Hall of Fames, uh uh Tulsa University Wall of Fame, Oklahoma okay. Sports Hall of Fame, Texas Black Sports Hall of Fame, oh. Texas Sports Hall of Fame, uh did I name did that nine? <laughs> I don't know, I lose count. Wow. But none of those. With all due respect, how yes, prestigious yes. they are on different levels none of them gets the respect like the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's right. I mean, wow. people, everybody in the world. But my story, my journey, a lot of people jumped on board on that journey. Yes. You know, they yes. saw how disappointed I was. When he in And
1: all I that. did, too. I felt it. Yeah. I was at home watching and I was like, who I need to talk to? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's, that's everybody that's was plan. the
0: same way. They're who, writing yeah, letters who to me to talk to. I know the big guy, David Baker, you yes. know, they had to make a decision because the, cre- the credibility of the pro Football ha- Hall of Fame was mm-hmm. at stake yes you know it how was. could you have a guy all decade first team not in but the second two guys on the second team yeah. are in Yeah, you. yeah no that doesn't work that way so they had to do something
1: absolutely but it's
0: still at the same time. You never know if they're gonna figure it out. I know okay. and,
1: and <laughs> I you waited thirty eight years, <laughs> they
0: didn't figure nothing wow. out. But my my the thing that kept me going was uh, the verse uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Mm-hmm. You know, God has something good for us. Absolutely. You know, it's the it's hope for the future. Absolutely it's not for disaster, it's for hope. And to right. believe wholeheartedly it'll come fruition. And it did for me. And you it just is. have to have that patience. To know cool. that he knows best yes and for me to go in the Hall of Fame at this time yes it's the best time yes. I don't know maybe it could have been better than I don't know you but didn't know. it didn't happen right but it happened this time and man so many great opportunities yes I you was know? gonna
1: say well yeah things happen as they should so what yeah. has been happening since you've been oh, in the all of kinds fame. of
0: opportunities uh for appearances uh autograph signings uh you know, I even been to the state, uh, Texas State Capitol. I'm okay. on the floor where they're honoring me with Drew Pearson Day. Oh wow and Stuff like that. that. Is, I'm I'm, oh, in, cool. I'm in Governor Abbott's office and and he's throwing me the football and I said if you're gonna throw me the football, you gotta stand up. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah, I I didn't say that really. <laughs> I, <know you> did. <laughs> I did That's say that. <laughs> and he thought it so was pretty funny. funny. He yeah. thought it was pretty funny. Oh, so, wow. But all these so opportunities. Great. And then they used me a lot when uh, the COVID was running rampant to mm-hmm. uh, p- uh, push the vac- oh, yeah. vaccines and mm-hmm. vaccinations, especially with people of color yes. and stuff like that. So I've been to Albuquerque, Hot Springs, uh, all kinds of different places uh, on behalf of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, uh, promoting that. Okay. You know? So just wow. a lot of great opportunities. And, and, with the opportunities, you know, whatever you made as a non Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. it's yes. going to be a little different as a Hall of absolutely. Fame.
1: Absolutely. And it
0: just comes natural. People expect to pay that. Yeah. You know, yeah. That difference. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because you, know, so you have that title. It's, it's pretty cool. It's so pretty cool. Joe,
1: how have you maintained your emotional wellness? Because you have, like you said, you have the gift of patience and and you're just the most humble person. You know never have you let anything go to your head and you are great you have made your mark Mm -hmm. you've leaving a legacy here how do you maintain your emotional wellness
0: well you know dr g coming into the nfl not getting drafted Mm -hmm. that humbled me okay Okay. then going through 11 years and then retiring because of a car accident you know that ended my career i lost my brother in that accident Mm -hmm. Well yes. that humbled, yes. me okay, so in between, I'm thinking whatever happened is great, but you know it it's not it shouldn't define me who I am off the field, mm-hmm. you know, yes. you can define yeah, I'm that kind of player, yeah, you made the plays and all that, but off the field, you know, what kind of person are you, so I never thought I was better than anybody because I was. A dallas cowboy Mm -hmm. i always try to keep it in perspective uh uh uh, when i got around people i tried to make it an experience for them
1: oh wow you know take
0: pictures uh sign autographs they say my dad's a big fan of yours i said is he still with us he said yeah yeah he's yeah he's a big fan he watches all the games i said well get him on the phone you oh, what? Wow, you gonna really? you gonna talk to them? <laughs> so you get them on the phone, <laughs> oh, you talk to them, cool. and they're starting to cry, and oh. they, you know they respect you that yeah. that much. So yeah. that keeps you at a, a even keel, mm-hmm. the way you come in and the way you left, and all the opportunities you have because of what happened in between. Now you're able to use that and make people's day. Yes. Now, you know now I'm a hall of famer. I go to the grocery store. You know people. Yes. Are, hey, you it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's me. And the gas station. I mean, everywhere I go, I go to my grandson's football games and yes. it's like, you yeah. know, eyes are I'm on sure. me. Yeah, and, you know. like,
1: no, he's on the field. Watch <laughs> right. him. Watch him.
0: But these are all the great opportunities I got. You know, I respect all the pro or all the Hall of Fames,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but with all the respect to them there's nothing like the Pro Football Hall of Fame.
1: Wow. And
0: when we had our Hall of Fame meeting up there in Canton with all the other Hall of Famers, Mm -hmm. that's what they spoke on. To the new guys coming in, right? You got respect, you know, for all the others Hall of fame you're in, but you're not gonna feel it like you feel disrespect. Wow! And they were right, you know. It's it's totally different. Wow! So a kid growing up, you know, I'm like a five eleven, 145 pounds coming out (laughs) of high school. You know, I thought I'd be in the Hall of Fame in baseball, but not football. Yes. But it turned out to be football, and
1: God had a plan for you. God's
0: plan, and I, you know, let the plan you let the plan play out with
1: the patient. So what's your next?
0: What's next? What's next? Oh, to stay healthy and keep living.
1: Okay. You know,
0: I just try to, the things that keep me healthy are two things. Number one is nutrition. Mm -hmm. I try to eat right. Okay. And number two, just working out. I got to, I got to work out. Okay. Okay, I got to clear my head. I got to sweat. Uh, when June and July start coming, you know, you feel like you're getting ready for another football season. Oh, wow. So you work out a little more than okay, normal. Okay. You're running around the neighborhood, and the neighbors are, ah, that's just true. He thinks he's still playing. <laughs> 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 don't worry about I mean, him he'll be okay He'll be all right in a couple of weeks he, yeah, <laughs> when they go to camp and, they know, and he knows nobody's there. asking him to show up you know but no those I two things it. that keep keep me going and mm-hmm. then my my family you know I got yeah. three beautiful kids and they're all blessed and they're god-fearing uh, college That's educated wonderful. kids they my daughters turned out to be great moms uh, and wonderful. great parents and my son you know, it turned out to be an uh, awesome uh, young man at 27, making it on his own in L.A. That's
1: wonderful. Uh,
0: so, you know, and then grandkids, I got seven.
1: Oh, you wow. Know, uh, so you pop pop? I'm,
0: no, 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 oh, no. I'm what G-pop.
1: You? Oh, G-pop. G-pop, all right, G-pop.
0: Capital G, capital <laughs> P-O-P,
1: all right? Okay, G-pop. Yeah,
0: G-pop, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. But in public, they call me Drew Pearson. <laughs> don't call me no g-pop in public
1: no great 88 (laughs) that is so this has been absolutely incredible i mean i'm just again like i said i'm so honored to have have you as my first guest and the lessons that you have shared with everybody today is going to resonate And it's gonna help some people along the way because Mm -hmm. we've all gotten a chance to watch you. And then I'm glad I've gotten a chance to be your friend and understand a little bit more. So this is just wonderful. Do you have any last minute advice that you would like to leave with everybody?
0: Uh, uh, Lenny Kravitz, heard of Lenny Kravitz? Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Will there be tomorrow? How can you be sure? Mm -hmm. There ain't always next season. There ain't always an open door. Life is dear, don't you waste it. The future no one can see. So step aside and let it be. Tomorrow may wash away, so don't put off what you can do today. Take advantage while you are here, because this moment is all there is. Doctor G Wow Thanks for that wow. moment. Wow. You're lucky I didn't sing it, all right? No, no. Like no. Lenny. <laughs>
1: Now, see, everybody, power moves. That was incredible. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. Thank you. To the original 88, the great Hall of Famer, Drew Pearson. We are delighted. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you have enjoyed this. This is the beginning. Every single week we're coming, and we're coming with some powerful people that are gonna bring you powerful information that are gonna help you make those powerful moves. This is Dr. G with Power Moves. Until the next time, I want you to go out and guess what? Have a powerful day.
0: hood. <laughs> <laughs>